point where you closer to where you're trying to get than where you started from. So you got to keep going. And that's the point. If you stay down, you'll reach that point. You'll look up and be like, shit, it's closer to get to where I'm trying to get than to stop and turn around. So, you know, just stay at it. That's it. Jeez. That's big facts. Is that where we at? Nah. Yeah. See, I came a long way. Don't play with me the wrong way. There's actually some new nips, too. For real. Let's go. That's some peace, Nip. They just mad they not as rich as you. Hey. Fuck hey. these bitches, fuck these niggas too. They just mad they not as rich as you. My conscience begging for murder is potent while I'm drinking. My losses made me a savage, convert me to a demon. It be your homies that do it to you and say you tripping. You okay. do it back, they say you wrong. That's a contradiction. Bro, like Can't it. play the victim. We standing on the road. That's what we on today. Niggas okay. Niggas and pulling dick. Nick, you gotta see it. Feels like some Good Friday vibes anyway. Yeah, yeah. Nigga won't I'm with buzz, it. Nigga won't break. Nigga won't bend, and I'm mean. Hustle and motivate. Let's go. Trouble sum. 96. I'm feeling pockets, nigga. No respect from your era till you pop a nigga. Time is ticking. Niggas plotting, and they pumps is itchy. That don't mean that I can't do it because it's been a minute. Pull up on them and I lay low. Round the corner from my mama crib. Tap it off and he bounce out. No remorse because my homie dead. Tapping in, trying to pick my brain, but I ain't in the car because I ain't fucking with it. Certain shit don't agree with Like my bro said, cuz fuck you niggas. Oh God. It's one of them joints you just gotta take it in. You gotta let that rock. Mm, yeah. Hey, we still got more nip though. Okay. Oh, here we go. Yeah. How to get this one? Yup. Like uh. Bro. All right, all right. B12 in the valley, black on black, nigga. Say in the valley, do my tax, nigga. White boy in Manhattan, pay my tax, nigga. Drive out to the head just to relax, nigga. I stop smoking weed and I relapse, nigga. Travel around the world and I came back, nigga. Worth a couple million, that's a fact, nigga. But I am nothing like you fucking rap, niggas. Own all the rights to all my rats, nigga. That's it, that's boss, that's boss static right there. Increasing if I snap, nigga. Ain't no hanging out. We take y'all off and double back, nigga. Open trust accounts, deposit racks, nigga. Million dollar life insurance on my flesh, nigga. He's giving like I love the way he's talking. He just really talk about how he's like just set up different. Yeah, really, it's nothing like everybody else. Like he he really was built different. Nip was definitely built different, bro. I think that was like the first time I ever saw that music video right now. And the energy, Jeez. like this guy's on top of the fucking liquor store. He's just like with all the homies. And like, he's just telling you like, yo, I'm not like you. And here's a long list of why I'm different from <laughs> you guys. Man, man, man. Honestly, the dude was different, man. Like I put on, yo, if I need some motivation, I'll put on some, mm. but I'm good. Like I'm just, I'm belt that, belt that grind, belt that hustle, man. Yeah. And he has like mad quotables. Like, you know, I feel like, it's multiple times a week that I'm yeah. like on Instagram and I have my motivational pages that you, I'm sure you guys see that I follow and share shit from, but like, it's mad often that I'm seeing Nipsey hustle clips shared, you know, the one where he's talking about, well, I call it the marathon because you know, this is not a sprint, you know, yep. he, like he's really been dropping gems his whole career. And it, yep. it's, it's crazy to see even just out of the couple of years that he's been gone, like the uh, impact that he's had since then. Like, I feel like he's just, 
like where he is to me and the, and the regard that I feel like I hold him in and everybody does is just so high. And it's just, yeah, it's very inspiring. No, definitely, man. Definitely. Nip was like, I'm not going to say ahead of his time, but he was just on a different league, bro. Like mm-hmm. just a different wavelength, man. And it took for him to pass for a lot of us to get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Crazy. Exactly. But we all appreciate him now. Rest in peace, Nip. And now let's get into the pod, man. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Good Friday vibes. A long weekend vibes. Let's go, baby. I need it. <laughs> Me and Patrick about to record a podcast. YouTube podcast. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube podcast. YouTube, you know. YouTube, you know. Oh. What it is, bro? Hey, it's the big man here. Hey, check it. I listen to enough heady one. <laughs> I can catch on a little bit. I was gonna try to get on my sticks flow, but I can't even. I can't wrap that off, key, bro. Oh man, that's like, <laughs> I'm telling you, blue face at the very least. Like that's what that was reminiscent of. Man. Yeah, All yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just when you thought it was slowing down, it sped back up and vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> he was get, he was he was chasing the beat like it was a bus that left for school, and he was a kid running after it. Word. <laughs> But, oh, uh, you know, man. shout out to Six for actually doing it and not pump faking like Patrick. I even Jeez. tried to give a little something, but Haiki, he, like, just made me, like, stumble my words a little bit. I would have <laughs> kept going. It was your fault. Whatever, whatever. Mandem, mandem. It's not with the hype thing. Thing. A war. A war. The world yes. generous speaking. Yes, sir. What's going on, y'all? What's good? What's good? And of course, it's me. Shop like Shaq. You with you. You with you. you. How have you been, man? Short week. Uh, it's Ooh. a good Friday. I know that you probably have uh, Snapper mm-hmm. or Kingfisher both somewhere in the house right now. Uh, not to mention the Easter bun that you've already dug into earlier from earlier this week. But please do tell me how your week is. I mean, like, do I even need to say anything at this point? <laughs> this man said it all. You already know. Straight up, you're already in this house, bro. But nah, man, we got the bunny cheese on deck. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fish man still, so I don't eat the snapper. I don't eat kingfish. You don't eat escovitch? Nah, bro. You crazy? I t- yo, I'll How do take- you not love it? The flavor is nah, the, the flavor is proper, but like, bro, I can't do all the bones, man. I'm not trying to dig around, trying to, like, just give me, like, the filet. Just give me the fish. Just give me the onions, the peppers. I'll take that. But, but do, you, do, you, do you eat, like, crab or nah. lobster? Nah. Okay, cool. I was about to say because if you eat crab and you can't eat this, this is nah, like nah. yeah. But like it's it's not that bad. Like I'm, like when I was a kid, I got like I had a whole system down pat where you just eat one side and then yeah. you like peel off the whole bone and then it minimizes the amount of um, little bones that you get. But like it's so good, it's hard to say no to that. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yo, we're recording this on Good Friday, so who knows? The the weekend could change. I might, you know, get some aunties to drop by some fish by the crib. You know what I'm saying? Or I might have to swing up and swim by and make a little, uh, make a little visit, get some some baked goods, some fresh fish, mm-hmm. you know. But definitely, definitely, I love Easter, man. This is like a beautiful time of the year, bro. The food is amazing. Um, normally, you're with the fam, you know what I mean? But it's all good. We do it differently this year. Yeah, man. I I think uh, this is it's gonna be very different this year for most people. I think, but like, it's a good time for us to like pause. Let's yeah. get some good food in. Let's like not work. Like we've been craving a long weekend since what, like family day? Facts. Probably. Facts. So timing is good. I think weather's starting to get better. I wish it was yep. nice. Like, I if know. It was nice. That would be like way Ooh. different. So wood biting. <laughs> yeah, like people are still outside though. Like I saw oh, like yeah. people still playing basketball, the basketball court, people riding their bikes. 
to me, I'm not doing shit out there. Fair. Fair. Like, I might just kick it in a garage. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was going to ask you, like, what are you up to? What, what's what's the Cox household saying for, for Easter, bro? What are you guys up I to? I don't even... Uh, I'm not sure. Blood clot desert. It's been a long time. We've been doing well. It's been, yeah, we've been doing well. We've been doing well. Um, my uh, my, it's it's good. I think we're gonna have like some like beef Wellington. My sister mm. wants to get into and do that tomorrow. Okay. okay. Um, but for today, um, I don't. know. I feel like I saw some provisions and stuff getting cooked hey. up upstairs. Um, worst case to me, I was always just gonna like take some uh some. To mackerel and do that shit on myself because yeah eh? okay uh, okay i love mackerel and to the people that like go ooh and don't know any better because mm. i know that you know you get that can 89 cent can or yeah, whatever yeah, they don't they store. don't understand they don't know you take that and you get some scotch bonnet pepper some onions some tomatoes some come thyme on, come on and you don't really need anything else you just put that up on a pan and the, have the, some the flavor is insane and you have like what fried is fried bake or is it is, is it uh we do dumpling, but I know you guys it, call it dumpling, right? Yeah, yeah, you do the bake. Yeah, yeah, we do fried bake. Mm. I don't know, I don't know what's what being half Jamaican, half trained <laughs> has been the most confusing. I can imagine, thing for me. like I can imagine. I didn't know what was what. Like I learned late in life, pretty late in life, as, as maybe a teenager, young man, mm. that uh um they don't make roti in Jamaica. That was new for me. Nah, we don't do that, bro. Yeah. So it's been um yeah, it's been a it's been an all right week. Um we got bikes because weather was great. Whoa, you you bought bikes? Yeah, my brother, me and my brother we were like, okay, let's get bikes. And he like took three trips to Walmart in one day. It was crazy. Wow. I'm gonna see if I can uh call him down if he's free because he told me the story and it was very like superstore esque. <laughs> Fair. I love Superstore. Amazing show, yeah. by the way. Yeah. If you work retail, it's the realest show ever. Yeah. Like Jonah's a bitch, but I like it. <laughs> yo, I love Jonah's my guy. Actually, no, Garrett. Garrett's Garrett's the dude, yo. Garrett reminds me of like more so like what I was like in like that part-time environment where it's like, why does everybody care so much? We're just gonna be here for the amount of hours that we're putting in. <laughs> like it's not rocket science what we do, like that was definitely a young shop like Shaq. I definitely can see you in that role, doing the bare minimum, doing just enough to keep the job, doing just enough. I wasn't, to I wasn't be- that bad, okay? <laughs> it's just, it was just like, I'm not, like, if somebody starts going above and beyond, my first question is why? why? <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm not doing bare, bare minimum, but like, why? I'm also like, you know, sometimes popcorn, they would they would charge when I was, I worked in a movie theater, for those that don't know. Yeah. Like, they would, they charge a lot of money for butter. It's, you know, it's like a, a a dollar in change for one serving of butter, but then some yeah. people want to have layered shit, which yep. I knew that that's always that was new to me when I started working in the movie theater. I didn't know people did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I used to that, nice a game changer. I, I had to nice people. I'd be like, okay, I'll pay, I'll charge you for one serving of butter and give you two. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully you can he can uh, recap that story because I I'm, I want to hear that. And I, yo, I'm surprised you guys could get bikes because this time last year you could, or not this time last year, but summer, spring last year, you could not find a bike in Ontario. Well, that's, that was part of the story. Like, honestly, uh, Malik wanted to reserve a bike or two bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a gift card that um, I wanted to uh, use to buy it. That, so I was like, oh yeah, come back. Like, I'll, we'll go later and get them. He's like, honestly, I just want to go back, come, go home and come back and get them quick. Mm-hmm. He tried to reserve it. They didn't do that because the story will, when he has a chance to tell that story, you'll hear that. But yeah, when I, when I, by the time I got there, there was like nothing left. Mm-hmm. 
I went to Canadian Tire after. There was no bikes there. Like, it Jeez. was just nuts. People were going through bikes that day. And it was just the day where it was, like, 20 degrees outside for no reason. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yo, I had um, a friend of mine last year. Her boyfriend drove to Barrie to get her a bike. Yeah. Because he reserved in a Canadian Tire, got to Canadian Tire. They didn't have it. And they mm. said the only one close was, like, in Barrie. So this man drove up to Barrie from scarborough to get the bike I, I, yeah i get the struggle i get it it's, it's like, crazy <laughs> and like it's like you either do that or you go on kijiji where you can find some good deals and stuff yeah. like that but like i didn't realize that you can just go to walmart you can get a bike for under 200 bucks my bike was 150 jeez that's not bad that's not bad exactly so we're gonna be cruising down the street in our bikes yeah like we're exactly. seven years old again that's, that's the idea <laughs> yo do you remember those days though man when you used to like before cell phones, before like all that stuff, you just roll up to the homie's crib, bikes on the front lawn. That's where it's, uh, you know what I mean? Bikes That's on how the front That's how you together, know everyone's yeah. out, you yeah. know? Crazy. Um, but yeah, um, we're on the same wavelength because I was about to, to segue to this anyways. I yeah. swear to God, I was going to do it. Trust me, I popped my eyes closed. Uh, okay, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we wanted to throw this out there as we're continuing to do a lot of really cool things in the background and some things that you guys are starting to see come to fruition on our on our uh, page, doing things with uh, What's S watching, um, mm -hmm. Soul Bros, and then a couple other ones, Mark Anthony's yeah. content that we have up every now and then. Yeah. Um, so we're growing, like the amount of content that's passing through us, that's going to be the amount of collaboration and all of that is just gonna keep going up and up and up. So all that to say, we need help. Like I would Yo, love, facts. I would love to have some more people to work with on the behind the scenes stuff in the same way that we have a lot of people that we're going to start collaborating with from a creator angle. Mm -hmm. um, so you can, you can add on to, to, to what you imagine uh, in, that we would like to have as part of, you know, somebody that would join our team, yeah. but we're looking for somebody that would be interested in social media uh, as far as like posting content uh, being able to, um, uh, you know, take the content from our creators and then put that online. Um, people to help us chop up the promo clips. Yeah, yeah. Um, we also have some really cool guests lined up for you guys, but like, I would love to have some extra hands with doing some Just of that. Outreach. Booking that, you know, we gotta, yeah, yeah we need the outreach, booking some of the talent that we definitely have already started lining up and it's just a matter of getting that in the schedules and stuff like that. So, you know, we're, we're operating as a, three-man team right now you yeah, know what yeah. i mean so i'm um, definitely trying to secure some more um help some helping hands you know what i mean goes a long way as we try to build mm -hmm. this and and continue you guys have seen you guys have stuck with the us growth. have seen the growth um and we just want to keep improving and keep getting better and doing this for you guys so i um, definitely putting that that uh that wanted sign up there you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> exactly like we yeah. just I, I like we have a really strong vision and like you know reach out if you are interested please reach out to me directly patrick yeah um not with the hype account whatever and we can have our conversation about what we have planned but there's a lot of things that are going to come through oh yeah um you know doing like doing some of the crazy episodes that we've been able to do with some of the amazing guests and yeah. you know the branded partnerships that we've been able to secure and yeah um being able to share our platform with other platforms like that's just the start of what we're really trying to grow and build out here so if you're interested in just being a part of what or even just interested in hearing what what our vision is to potentially be a part of it like we would love to contact you or, or sorry you contact us and we can have a conversation about it
Let's do it. Let's get it. Did I did I miss anything there? I feel like that was tight. I thought no, I was good. That's <laughs> one take. That's what we do, baby. <laughs> it has to be as good as you know when we deliver the the Mayor Brown's ads. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate <laughs> it, guys. <laughs> um, so I don't know where you want to start today. There's been a lot uh, of clips that we can start diving into some serious conversations about. I think off of, um, I think just from social media, just off of that conversation. Yeah. yeah. And since we brought that up, I had a clip from Cameron that I thought was very interesting. And I think some people might need to hear it to just further realize that your, your feed is your feed. And that's mm. what you can choose to, you can choose to see what you want to see and interact with on social media. So I'm gonna play this clip and just get what your, your take is Patrick. Let's talk I, about I agree it. with this guy wholeheartedly. One second here. about black people because i got at least minimum two hundred thousand some people black minimum that's at least maybe more than that <laughs> don't ever feel bad about blocking somebody it's your page it's your shit sometimes people are too opinionated on your shit you get what i'm saying say your social media whatever platform it is snapchat instagram twitter it's your house Somebody come in your house and be like, I don't like your curtains. <laughs> okay, cool. I don't like the curtains. I'll let you live inside. I don't really like the furniture. Well, get the fuck out. <laughs> so, I mean, he goes on a little bit more, but um, what right. are your thoughts on that? Basically curating who gets to interact with you on social media. Yo, but that's the whole point of social media, right? <laughs> and that's, I think that's where people fall victim for a lot of different reasons, man. Like, um, I think we forget it's curated to your interests, your likes, you choose who's on your feed. You know what I mean? So um, it's pros and there's pros and cons to this, right? I think um, I had this discussion with my, with my pops, who's now starting to, you know, get a little bit more active, unfortunately, on social media. And oh man, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I had to tell him, I'm like, listen, like, don't take everything you see on Facebook and WhatsApp and whatever is gospel. Like, mm -hmm that you're seeing based on what you choose to follow or what people who are like you, your friends who are often like-minded are going to share, right? Mm -hmm. That's just one source. That's one side of the story. You need to diversify that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's where people fall victim. They just see one vantage point, one viewpoint, and they think that's it. They think that's all. It also, that's like, it also amplifies like, your own biases exactly and that might may not be based on a lot of solid solid facts so imagine like i have imagine and this is a very dumb example like imagine i think that lizard people are real i don't know <laughs> and imagine i just decide to ignore every type of other opinion yep. that exists out there aside from the opinion of people saying that lizard people are real yeah now i'm just gonna have a skewed level of confidence about what i believe and just start calling it fact, even though you can argue it, I guess. But like, I'm just saying that you should be able to see both sides and understand that people have their own biases on what they choose to share as well. And that you can't take, even if it, if you know, it's a, a, a video that has been edited well yes. put together type thing where you're like, oh, these guys must know what they're talking about. Like, no, not all the time. No, no exactly. Exactly. Like the good thing is everyone has a platform. The bad thing is everyone has a platform. Has a platform. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, like 
and to, to camera's point too like if you don't like something on social media block them delete them unfollow yeah. like you don't think- have to follow these people who are causing you like i'm not going to say harm but that opinions you don't necessarily agree with or respect or want to hear maybe you just want to put someone on mute it's okay yeah so i think like cameron he also yeah so like you mentioned he was basically also talking from the perspective of people interacting with his content that might not have anything productive or beneficial to his mental health or well-being or are just providing any kind of nuggets of any kind of information that's useful to him so if it's just going to be negativity they just get the surge of blocker <laughs> honestly honestly like and that's I agree th- with it that's what i struggle with too like um i feel like how do i say this so you know when we talk about cyberbullying and stuff like yes that's real but it's just yeah. as real and I, i'm not diminishing cyberbullying but what i'm saying is it's okay it's there you have the option to block these people out you know what i mean and i feel like we just need to use that a bit more I think we got to empower people we to gotta empower, up, exactly. not feel like it, they're whack or weak yeah. for saying, you know what, I don't want to look at this, so I'm just going to block it so I don't yeah. have to interact with it. Like, if it affects your mental health, period, you don't have to see it, and you shouldn't. Nah. There's a lot of there's a lot of things on the internet. Like, we did not have access to shit like this back in the day. Like, I posted Bro. that picture with my brother and I on the computer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, the, the amount of information that was on that computer is not even close to what is what we have access to every day in the palm of our hands, our hands on our phone, phone. Like, that's instant yeah it's so, nuts man yeah like i i completely agree when people are like i need to take like a social media break or i yeah. i have a rule that right before bed i don't even have my phone on um Talk they, they have like the so the social media limits where it's like okay i i I put myself to only have two hours of Instagram a day or something like that. Like, bro, that's, that's me, how bro. we have to do it. Especially now that we're always inside and we're not doing things in yeah. the, in the physical world as often it's, you, you got to monitor that stuff because we're spending so much time on there. Yeah. That's me, bro. Like facts. Like a lot of times, like, I feel like I miss out on certain things because for whatever reason, social media gets really active after 9 PM. I'm like, fam, yeah. I gotta go sleep. But I put blockers on, I put a limit on my social media. So basically all my non-essential apps, they have a time limit at 9 PM mm-hmm. Monday through like Thursday or Sunday through Thursday, because I'm just trying to get ready to wind down well, so I don't you can want to think it about to that. Per, a certain time because mine is like a an amount of time you can say 9 p.m it's done yeah so i can do all apps i could do certain apps whatever but i do from month from sunday night to thursday night 9 p.m to 7 a.m the only thing that's active is like my chat my calls and that's it really is that the screen time the screen time cool I'm yeah. gonna do that. I'm gonna try it. And like honestly, I've been able to like I was struggling. I couldn't sleep a few months ago because I just had so much anxiety, especially the, the time we're living in now. Information overload, COVID overload. Like I just don't want to hear sure. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we're going from lockdowns to shutdowns or shutdowns to lockdowns or something like that. I'm yeah. not sure which one is which. And it's also, I think I'm not sure if we talked about this. You know, it's crazy if we talked yeah. about this um a couple pods ago, but I find also being creatives, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like because we do this, you know what I mean? We're on this promoting and just putting content out there from the pod to everything else we've got going on, just, you know, trying to be active. That takes a lot, man. Like that takes a big toll. And sometimes you just want to tap out and that's okay. I think like yeah. if anyone's listening to it's okay to, to put down your phone. It's okay not to be on social media every day. Like it's okay. 
We just got to yeah, remind think, ourselves yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I think as a creator too, you need to remind yourself that like as much as you're, you might put pressure on yourself for saying, yo, I didn't put out anything today. If you're just genuinely going through it or just having a moment, don't even feel like you, you need to push yourself through that. It's nothing... I'm sure you can survive not having a post on a day. Like, trust me, there's right. moments. Your you know, followers like, will be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, like, if you, unless it's like, I don't know, it has to be dumb time sensitive where it's like yeah. a, a social media campaign that yeah, you're yeah. A part of for some kind of sponsorship. I get that. That's work now. Yeah. But I'm talking about where it's like, we're just putting out a promo clip or I'm just putting out this picture of me. Like, there's no pressure on that. That shit should just be like, yeah, I'm just putting it out. And the moment that it, it you know, becomes a little bit, you know too much pressure now it's like okay you can take a step back because you got to always realize that you're still in control facts facts and if you don't like the curtains get out my house mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah i um yeah i well where did we get to that social media it was cameron 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 I, yeah i just i i completely agree with cameron like i just i just think that's that's completely healthy and that yeah. should be within your right to be able to refuse to uh interact with shit a hundred percent. Also, can we can we shout out how old Cameron is? The man's name is Snapchat. I'm just saying, he named Snapchat is one of his top like apps. Like, isn't that app? The app's pretty dead. No, he used it as an example. He didn't say I, that. I, I'm I know, a Snapchatter. I know. I'm just like yeah. Cameron's an Instagram guy. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, I'm not even sure. I'm I'm not on Snapchat, so I would just have no idea. Like, sure. it's funny for me. I'm old when it comes to Snapchat, and I've always been old. <laughs> I don't know because like as soon as like. I started a Snapchat just so that I can learn how to use the platform and get familiar with it because of my work before. And like, it yeah. just, I never got used to it beyond that. It just it, never was an app for me. It was cool. But then like, I feel like I got onto it late or like just people migrated to other platforms like TikTok, you know? Yeah. I think when Snapchat got so big, Instagram came out with the stories and then it was just and like, well, was, what's it was the over. point? It was over. Yeah. What's yeah. the point? <laughs> Um, do we want to go from one rapper to the next? Woo, let's do it. Um, let's go to the A, where Ooh. it's going down. It's legit, seriously. <laughs> um, so Young Jock, oh my gosh, uh, apparently uh, decided to get himself a beard. Like he wanted to join the beard gang. I, you know, I, I don't blame like him. Yeah. I don't blame him because it's beautiful having a beard. I love it. I would never have it any other way, and it's nope. never gonna go away. So, nope. Um, he decided to get a beard, but he can't grow one. So what did he do? He had one sprayed on. Uh, and here's a video clip of him with no shame yet again. I don't know if, if he thinks that this is what is going to work to keep his name relevant because he does this and like loving hip hop and his dumb hairstyle <laughs> that he had. And I don't know. But let's hear what he had to say. Put your face on live for a thousand dollars. I need a card. I need a card, y'all. I'm going to get this shot, nigga. Put your face on live. Oh, no. They didn't have the clip or the roast. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What were they they calling it? Like, they called it a mud beard or something? It looks like, yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) the way, where it is on his face, it doesn't even make sense. But the thing is, (laughs) and it, like, Malik Malik made sense of this because he's just like, yo, this guy's a weak chin. That's just all it is. Mm. He has a weak chin. So, like, when you're creating a beard line yeah. it's not going to look natural because the chin is weak and Facts. if the chin is weak and the beard is mud <laughs> it's not going to it's not going to it's not going to be nice beyond like maybe a side profile picture yeah. in a barbershop man it was it was only a matter of time before someone did this though it was only a matter of time 
we've been seeing the hairlines, we've been seeing the hair pieces, the beard was the next thing. So I don't know, like he's just a clown. There's no there's no other no. thing to say here. Or? No, he's straight up clown. Like you said before, everything he's done, the the love and hip hop, all these hairstyles he pulls off, like bro. How does how does your career fall off to that point that you've now become the joke? So this is not inspiring for the beardless. <sighs> nah, nah. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You can't join the bald and the bearded beautiful gang, bro. <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> bald and the bearded beautiful <laughs> gang. That's like triple B. I tried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, because I was thinking of what else was popping this uh, earlier this week, where they had the world's sexiest bald man. And oh, oh I, my God! I mean, I heard that. I mean, I'm, so I'm just gonna the say there's, Go two ahead, us, the there's two of us right here, you know, and they, hey, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> according to uh, what's it, People Magazine? I can't even remember now. I can't remember which mm-hmm. magazine it was, but one of these lists, one of these like People lists, or something people like that. Yeah. I don't know. So they got the one and only Prince William as the sexiest bald man. Huh? Who the fuck are you telling that to? Me? What do you mean by that? Right? Right? That guy. The guy with the monkey's butt of, like, a head. You know when you get the baboon's butt? You got the hair parting and it's just a little centerpiece? That guy. Who else is on this list, if that's what it is? Like, I don't you know. You can't just have him know. at the top and then just know. no explanation. There was no... I didn't. I didn't hear the rest of the names. He was the one that led... But him, Prince William, the colonizer. Um, well, he's not a colonizer, but his family's colonizers. So this was um, okay. No, there was a study that counters it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it says Prince William, not sexiest bald, world sexiest bald man, according to a study. Good, but the study says he raises a vital issue. I'm not gonna. We're not yet. No. Anyways, <laughs> I think I, I just don't think he qualifies as a, a first bald man. Right. Do we include the Costanza or oh. like the? Is that included in bald? Because I think that should just be removed off. Yeah. No. You should be just thrown out of the the race completely. Exactly. Like, where the the farthest we're going mm. is Jason Statham because he has that shit super low. We allow him that little stubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. But if you got the, I like it. The George. Costanza. I just see his. I see. I see uh, the Jason Statham as like extended, like facial stubble. <laughs> it just, so it's it just, just all the off. same. It's just <laughs> all the same. He's just a giant face. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But no, those guys don't make the cut. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then on top of that, so aside from the fact that he, I don't think he classifies as bald. Mm-hmm. He's just not attractive. No, like, there's no not. way to cut it. There's no way there's he not. is at all attractive or sexy or on anybody's list. No, as a celebrity, I can imagine to say he's somebody that I think about. <laughs> right? Like what? I've never heard this guy ever mentioned. Like I've never heard "sexy" and Prince William in the same sentence. There's and other guys like, out there, man. There's other. There's other people out there. And I'm like looking at all these pictures and 
it's just not impressive no no <laughs> it's funny because there's all these pictures with other attractive bald dudes <laughs> and like it's like almost like a side-by-side -side where it's like yeah. a fake reaction so it's got the rock just like <laughs> or like michael jordan with a face jason statham yeah yeah he makes a list yeah <laughs> man i don't i don't know why everyone wants our shine bro that's why i said that's what i talked about the bald and the bearded he doesn't even have do shine no you need to have shine <laughs> facts you see this this is shine yeah i keep trying to bring this up on the pod like your shine is crazy usually like today, it's it's yeah, it's pretty good. Is it, you know what you know what it is? What is it? Do you put like do, do jojoba oil or something? You put aloe <laughs> do vera get, on there. What? What? Jojo, uh, what is, is it? J O J J. I don't know. It's something I read on the back of a bottle. <laughs> Bro, jojoba. I don't yeah, know jojo what you said. Yeah, jojo jojo mojo jojo. What? Jojoba oil. I'm seeing it. it's a real I've thing. I've never heard of this in my life. Um, I gotta look that so up. It is. Um, Effective at treating skin conditions like acne, eczema, and psoriasis. And um, oh, okay. it's moisturizer, good mm. for spot treatment. Um, it's great for your part of your hair regimen. So I was not off, but what is your okay. hair regimen or so, bald head regimen? <laughs> I like that we're we're taking the time to have this discussion. This is good. Yeah, of course. So first off, pod days, very important. I know I'm going to be in front of the camera. I got to look good. So It sounds like you're about to set up an ad for like, <laughs> I don't know, like Give me, what's a brand? What's a brand? Yeah, let's go. Was it like Men's Hair Club? Is that one? No, that's like no, the that's hair growth. old. Yeah. Um, uh, Rogaine? No. No, that's the opposite. Yeah, we don't want that. Who's out there? Damn. Um, we should Bic. know this. <laughs> Gillette? <laughs> yeah, Bic. Actually, Gillette. Yeah, Gillette, you're good. Phillips. Yeah, Nivea. Those work. Okay. Yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. cool, cool, cool. So, yes. Actually, all three of the above I use. But <laughs> so, pod days, fresh mm. shower, and I like to shave while in the shower. I got a wet and dry shaver that I use. Okay. They're electric? So, electric. Yeah, yeah. So, definitely got to use that. You know what I mean? And then after that, uh, well, sorry, backup. I exfoliate. I like to. You know, mm, shampoo the day key. before. Yeah, shampoo exfoliate the day before. Then the day comes when I'm getting ready to shave. Shave in the shower. Get make yeah. sure everything's nice and and, and wet and moisturized. Um, and then right after that, pat dry. And then mm -hmm. I use my uh, the bomb. Got to use the, the bomb. bomb. Yeah, like a shave bomb. So what does that do? So that you know, when you shave, you're kind of irritating your skin, right? So the bomb, no alcohol in this alcohol free, you get that nice cooling effect. And it stops like stubble, it stops bumps from popping up and mm. keeps your head nice and cool. And then of course, might use a little, uh, a little moisturizer in the scalp to keep it nice and shiny and and conditioned. You know, oh, so this is just not by like chance. This is not like no. This is oh work. my head just this my head just be smooth. <laughs> it's, it's just like I was just blessed with a smooth head. Yeah, you know. Well, you know, in parts, well. <laughs> in parts. But no, parts the smoother than others. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but no, honestly, that's why I'm like I, I take offense to the to to the balded look. It's it's not just wake up and you're bald. You got to put time into this, as I'm sure you know, Shay. I've learned. I've learned. And and the like beard, the, the beard the is thing. a whole yeah, other the beard thing. is like, another level. Yeah, man. I just started. Like I think I mentioned this a couple of episodes ago. Started conditioning, and that was like a secret that like yes. I should have been doing for a minute. So that's changed the game for me. Mm -hmm. It's a um, game changer. I wanted to talk about um, the most recent shock jock. Oh boy. Um, so 
Lil Nas X, he uh, released his new music video. Um, I guess I should at least know the name of it. Let me I don't even. I don't even know it. I haven't watched it. I watched just like whatever clip that I saw where he's just basically on a stripper pole, going from earth to hell, um, <laughs> busting it open for the devil. Um, from Mephisto. Got <laughs> <laughs> stuck in the MCU. I'm stuck, bro. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Um, so he, um, yeah. So it's the the song is called Montero, um, uh, yes. and so he's basically he, he's exactly what I just said. That's what happens in the music video. It's very almost like demonic and looks yeah. like it's if, if, especially if you're um, of some kind of faith. I'm sure yeah. it's very triggering to to watch. And then on top of that, there's the Satan shoes that were released <sighs> um, by uh, what was the company that did it? I don't even remember the company. Um, mischief. Mischief. Yeah, mischief, mischief, mischief. So mischief and uh, Lil Nas X they collaborated and got some Air Maxes that were black and red and very similar theme satan themed music video which included real human blood inside this there were 666 um pairs uh, pairs that were released um and nike did what did not sign off on this they eventually sued basically as soon as this became something that everybody was like what the fuck is this guy doing (laughs) so um what what is your thoughts on this um before you Oh yeah, go ahead. Just I, I want you to just speak freely, and then I'll continue my uh, <laughs> my commentary as we go. But what do you think? What did you think of this when you heard of the video and the shoes? So I didn't even know about the video. I didn't know the video was connected. I saw a clip of him on a pole, and I just thought it was I don't know some regular video. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> and then the shoe thing came out, and that's what caught my eye. I was like, what? Like, why would Nike do this? Because it was. What caught my eye is the fact that they were saying inside the Air Max bubble mm-hmm. was actual blood, like human yeah. blood that people yeah. gave. Um, so I was like, that is wild. So I'm like, Nike, out of all companies, would do this right after Air Max Day? Like, what? You know, so that caught my eye. I was like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Why is he doing this? I don't understand. Um, and I'll be honest, as someone who is, yes, I am Christian. It bugs me because I'm like that. I'm not down with like devil worship. Perfect. So I th- perfect. That so, caught me. So, so I wanted to uh, basically um, set you up like that because I know, I know. Because the because the, the um the argument that I heard, um, aside from um, hold on one sec, come come through. You can chill for a sec. Um, the 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 other uh, opposing opinion that I heard was that um people of faith the, the the christian community uh has often demonized people within the lgbtq community mm. therefore him basically portraying himself as a devil was just kind of like a f you if you guys are gonna call me the devil then fuck it i'm just gonna i'm i'm here here i am in a music video being the devil oh, i man. thought <laughs> i think honestly that argument could possibly had me going if there was no shoe <laughs> right exactly <laughs> now that we have the shoe with with some blood in there and 666 <laughs> copies yeah. i don't think so this is just straight demonic to me what do you think exactly what i think it's exactly what i think and i was also like bro you're doing this for promoing of an album and that's where i was like oh it's not an album that he has it's a song this all yeah. makes sense he's 
how many times have we seen artists do these crazy things yeah just for a rollout of an album or a song or whatever it is a project they're working on so yeah nah he takes a fat l for this one bro yeah and if it's part of a rollout like that's what i hate like i just don't i'm not really with the shock jockiness of nah. everything like this is it's, it's just kind of whack to me yep um it, like I just don't get why you feel like you got a bag, especially when you're the old town road dude that was making all kind of history with your single. Like so that's that's my thing too. Was like, bro, you had a platform already. Like you were you had a mega hit. Like people would kill to have the success he had off of Old Town Road. You know what I mean? And yeah. even uh it wasn't as big as Old Town Road, but he had a couple like Panini. He mm-hmm. had some other stuff mm-hmm. that was popping on charts. Like, Panini did his thing. Yeah. Why do you need this gimmick to sell yourself? Like, is that the type of artist you are? You're just going to live off of gimmicks? Like, come on. Yeah. And I think you just can't drop a video like this just to say, what? I just made a video and then just have no explanation for any of this. And you got to be able to speak to it. You know, yeah. you know what you're doing, so you got to be able to speak to it, to be honest. Exactly. Uh, I'm not going to do something that I know will shock slash put pretty much offend the masses, but in the same breath, I got to be able to speak to it. Exactly. Exactly. So, nah, he takes it L, man. Um, I have... Uh, just get a splitter. Are we going to circle um, back? Yeah, we'll circle back. Back to where we, uh, where yeah, we talked about. Yeah, we're going to circle back yeah. to the Superstore moment. Yes. Um, there's nothing here. I need another... It's time for story time. Unless you can hear Patrick, kind of. We just want to hear your your uh, superstore story because it's just so fun. Um, <laughs> you want to set this up? What, did you guys talk about? Yeah, we kind of just referenced that uh, you went back and forth a few times, um, so, wait, so you can pretty much set it up as much as you want. You guys, as, as you, you guys play Egyptian Lover? No, no, we no, That's we're saving that. Cool. <laughs> what? I have so many questions. <laughs> I have so many questions. It's gonna be good. Okay, well. Should we start with your questions first, or? Oh, yeah, just speaking to yeah, just speaking to this, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so yeah, so 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 get like, get me into the conversation. Like, so, um, you were going to Walmart because you wanted to get a tent. I don't know why he loves tents. I don't love tents. I <laughs> just, just, just got a tent. You know, like people who buy tents don't need to love them, you know? You just like kind of get one. He's going camping. I'm assuming. be one of those people. Not camping. No, well, you know, they could be used for camping. It could just be used. Like, yo, think about this. Everybody wants to go p- do picnics and do things outside, outdoors, outdoors. Yeah. Cool. Let's go sit outside in the middle of a field in 35 degrees Celsius weather in Toronto. So a great you idea. bring a tent with you? Yeah, because it blocks you from the sun. So why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> it's COVID times. Tents don't sound so weird. Yeah, true. That's, <laughs> tents, that's, that's tents, true. Bubbles, that's same true. Theme. Okay, okay. <laughs> you make me out to be weirdo. <laughs> Anyways, so I, I went to Walmart to get a tent. You're right. Um, because originally, yeah, okay, let me let me backpedal a little bit. Because originally this started off as an online thing. I'm scrolling through online and uh, I come across the tent and it says it's available online and it's available in store. So I'm like, it's available in store and it has pickup option. So bed, okay. I'm like, okay, so I could order it right now and like pick it up in, within the next like half an hour. Right. They had something like that at uh, Home Depot when I worked there. So, you know, I assume it'd be the same kind of thing. Nope. If I were to do that, <laughs> if I were to do that, it would have, it would have uh, ended up coming like April 3rd or something. So I'm like, okay, never mind. I'm, but it was, at this point it was too late. I had already placed the order, mm. but I'm like, never mind, whatever. I am going to go get the tent today because it's a nice day, whatever. Let me just go. Anyways, so I pull up 
and I'm gonna, I see the tent and there's literally one left. Mm-hmm. And clearly it's not the one that I ordered because there's one left on the floor. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is how Walmart does things. So I, I pick up the tent, I'm like, perfect. And I walk by and there's like a bunch of bikes on the wall with like a bunch of them missing, but like there's some really nice bikes there. And like, in my mind, like really nice bikes are like two grand. Right. And I happen to walk by and I see a couple there that were nice for like 150 bucks, like 149.99. I'm like, what the Something. hell? So I messaged Shaquille immediately. Like we've been talking about bikes and, and shit. So I'm like, yo, Shaquille, like, what do you think about these? And he's like, yo, like if I were there right now, I would buy it myself. I'm like, just say the word. And I'm, he's like, okay, bet. And I'm like, okay. So I was about to buy it. And he's like, wait, but I have a Visa gift card, but it's at home. I would want to use that. I'm like, yo, so do I. So we can put that together, get the both <laughs> bikes. Boom, problem solved. I'm like, wait, but like, what am I going to do? I'm like, I'm here now. Like, it's like, you know, my hands are tied. Right, right. And I'm like, yo, it's Walmart. Come on. Layaway. Walmart is layaway. Layaway is Walmart. Yeah. Is that is that technically still a thing that they do? Right? Is that a thing? There's no signage for layaway. No. That was Zellers, too, that I know. Funny enough, yeah. yeah, you're 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 one thousand percent right. They definitely yeah. don't do layaway. Anyways, okay. gotcha. so I so I'm like, bad, okay, let me like see if I can put this on hold. And like this is all off the top of my head so far. I still haven't right. spoken to right. my associate. I'm like, let me see if I can put this on hold. Yeah, that's um, the thing I stores do. I see a woman yeah, working. All stores do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I turn a corner, I see a woman working there, and I'm like, okay, perfect. Let me ask her. Like, she's doing something, but, you know, works work. If somebody asks you something, that always takes priority over whatever you're doing. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've service. worked retail. Patrick, you've worked retail? Yep. Yeah. Shigil, you've worked retail? Kind of. Pop- popcorn? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we all know that there's like a, we all know like to a certain degree when you're off by yourself doing something. Yeah. Like, you could be doing nothing. And I'm not saying she was, but like I worked retail, I get it, I get it. But like, not my business anyways. I don't really right. care. I already went in with the mindset. I'm like, you know, I know the times, whatever, whatever. No stress on my back for anything. Whatever mm-hmm. happens, happens, I get it, it's cool. So I asked her, I'm like, hey, uh, excuse me, would I be able to put one of these bikes on hold? And, or, and mind you, the bikes are like, you know, like around the corner and like a little bit away. And right. she's like in this aisle. And she's like, which bikes? I was like, <laughs> should I walk? With you? Should I? Yeah, do I was like, there, to like, show you. <laughs> should we walk together? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, if you if you fall, and then she's like, st- like still sitting, and then eventually got up and like followed me over to the bikes. Oh man, and that took a little bit of a time. A little right. bit of time. I'm like, okay, whatever. So it's kind of funny to me because remember the mindset I went in. Yeah. So she's like, which bike is it? Finally, makes your way over. And mind you, this is a Trini woman, so it just makes oh, it so man. much better. This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. I forgot to say that. It's <laughs> a Trini woman, and uh, the minute she started talking, I'm like, oh, I'm going to enjoy this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she's like, which bike? I'm like, um, this one, this one. Okay. She's like, okay. She's like, all right, perfect. Get a pen and paper, and then uh, just stick it on the bike, and uh, yeah. Wait, sorry, what? And I'm like, <laughs> what? Um, you want me to get the pen and paper? She's like, well, I don't have pen and paper. <laughs> so I'm like Who the fuck are you telling that to? <laughs> me? So I'm like, um at that moment, I'm like to me, like remember, positive mindset. Right. Didn't want any drama, whatever. Exactly. Like, Can I just talk to somebody else, please? Like I literally said it exactly <laughs> like that. Like it wasn't like no nothing personal, but like yeah. you're busy, whatever. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, okay, like and like eventually walked me over to the other side of the store. Oh, wow. To where the pen and paper was, <laughs> I, I guess. Wait, to stationery? <laughs> the yeah. funny thing, it was it wasn't. It was just a, the back of a receipt and a pen. Oh my god! So um, takes me all the way over there to do that. Yeah. 
takes down my uh, my name, you know, just like basic information yeah, yeah. on the back of the receipt and walks me all the way back over to the other side of the store. Mind you, this is all like five minutes now. This is taking a while for a reason. Right. <laughs> Get to the back of the, the other side of the store and then she goes to put the piece of paper on the bike. Oh my god. She's gosh. like, all right, okay, so uh, you're going to be back later tonight? I'm like, yeah, I'll be back later tonight. She's like, okay, perfect. It's here for you. Hey, Shaquille, I was being nice, remember? Positive mindset. You know, I could have went in and said all of those things. Like, I know, I thought about I lo- it. I, I like, love this process because you could have easily got in there, write your own name on the thing and said, on hold, dibs. stick it there. I love it. No, you just dibs it. That's, just dibs. No, this on is, just no dibs. it's just dibs. Based on, based on what I've learned thus far is you could do that at anything in Walmart. And it yeah. Works. Based on what I've learned. So right. I'm like, um, like, do you think I'd be able to, like, take take it off the floor? Like, you know, like, yeah. you know, because I'm coming back. Like, I want it. I want to make sure that it's here. Like, it's secured. And she's like, uh, like, I could. I'm like, okay, perfect. She's like, okay. <laughs> Where'd she go? Leaves, she goes back to what she was doing. I was no. like, wow. Okay, whatever. Wow. Mind you, at this point, I'm looking at the bikes again, and I'm like, you know what? I, I think I'm going to get two. This is when I decided that I was going to get two. Okay. I'm like, Shaquille wanted that one. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to get two. So <laughs> I'm starting the process all over again. I'm like, do <laughs> I go back and just ask her again right. about putting the second bike on hold? Right. I'm like, no, no, you don't. No, come on. No. No. Right. So I went to go find the next closest woman. Right. Like maybe like a little bit away from her. Mm-hmm. Like, excuse me. Like, would I be able to put a bike on hold? And she's like, um, I don't know walks over <laughs> doesn't she walk over to the first woman that i spoke oh, to no. and <laughs> and and asks her are we oh able to God. put are we able to put bikes on hold obviously the woman looks at me and she's like but i just put the bike on hold and i'm like oh, <laughs> oh. i'm like everything you tried to avoid it's <laughs> like, all happening i'm like nice be nice i was like yeah. no i want to put another bike on hold but i knew you were busy so like and then she's like, okay, cool. Does the same thing with the pen and paper. Luckily, she had some. She was prepared this time. Wait, <laughs> hold on. I tried to make her sound too good. She did not have some. She had, she had to walk a little bit of ways to get it, too. Oh, Maybe the boy. same spot. Right. Anyways, get back to it now. And uh, she's taking down my information. She's not reading the other one oh, that's <laughs> already been posted there. She's taking down my information. She's asking me for it. And I'm just like, I'm still like, like smiling and laughing. This is, this is, I'm loving it. It's, right. it's hilarious. And then... Um, she finally goes to like, cause now for her, she goes to put it on to the bike, but like with her, she like, didn't think to put it on the spoke or something. She was like reaching, like she was reaching high. So like, she's like down oh, here right. like, the whole time. She's like, <laughs> she's reaching, she's like she's just jumping. trying to put it up. Okay. I'm, I'm watching this. I'm like, why? Like, like, and I, like, I, I kind of made a, no, no. She made a joke first. Mind you. She's like, Oh, I'm too short. I'm too short. <laughs> She's like just there hoping that you'd oh, say it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry, Don't worry about, about it. Yeah, and I'm right. like, oh my gosh, it's your fault, like joking with her. But like, she didn't even like take in my joke. She's like doing her own thing. Oh, a couple man. minutes pass by. She eventually like kicks over the box, like, and then finally gets it up there. Wow. Perfect. Process is done, right? Wow. I'm like, um, so I'd be able to take these both off of the floors, just like, you know, I'm coming back for them. Right. So like, I want to make sure that they're here when I come back for them. And she's like, but what if you don't come back? Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, again, like that's, that could go either way. Right. Come on, think about that. That could go either way. So like, 
I was like, but so then he goes home, and you thought that he'd come back, and the bikes would be there. Right. Wrong, oh, wrong. Hold on, what? Yeah, and this what? is exactly what I told her was gonna happen. I literally said, I'm like, when she said that to me, I was like, just put them back on the floor. Right. And then we like, not to say we got into it, we like exchanged a couple more words along the lines of that, and basically didn't get anywhere. Long story short, like Shaquille said, did not put the bike back on the floor. I'm going home. I'm like, you know what? I'm turning right back around. I'm going she immediately back there. kept the bike on there. the floor. She kept one bike on the floor. Yeah, she kept the bikes on the floor. One got sold. Wow. And then the other one was there. Ended up go- talking to, like, a manager about this whole thing after the fact. And, like, mind you, she's wearing a mask while she's listening to me. And I'm just like, could you, like, just hear me out? I want to know if I did something wrong. Explain mm-hmm. the whole story to her, minus the humorous part, I guess. Like, I tried to, like, be a little <laughs> right. more serious now. Right. Like, For sure. You want your like, bike. Yeah, your people are messing with me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> The whole time I'm telling her this, and she's like, no, yeah, yeah. Because I can only read her eyes. I don't right. know what's going on. She's like, yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah, maybe they were new. I was like... I've never just encountered a place where nobody cared. Like, down yeah. to the nobody just gives no a fuck No one cares. <laughs> that is <laughs> definitely Superstore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you ever see shit, like a story, an episode of Superstore where, like, something's going on internally that they, like completely think is way more important yep, than, than the customers. customers like i'm looking for <laughs> yes that, and they're yeah. like oh, just, what? Just, just, uh, can't you see pretty yeah. much exactly yeah. What yeah. yeah so that all happened within the first two occurrences and then the third occurrence was he uh, took three trips there were three trips because yeah, I, I bought with the tent i keep I, calling it superstore with the tent yeah. i bought a basketball you know I'm tr- right. I, I need a new basketball long story short i went to pump the basketball i broke the pin off in the basketball <laughs> Now I'm pissed because right. of the tent. I mean, uh, the bikes but, and shit. So yeah. now I'm like, do you know what, Shaquille? You're coming with me. <laughs> We're going back. I'm not going alone. So Shaquille comes <laughs> back as my muscle. <laughs> Go back to talk to the customer service woman. Yeah. Who is pretty much like, what's his name? Garrett, right? Oh, uh, Garrett. Exactly yes. like Garrett. And in demeanor and everything. And then I just start to tell her what had happened, my whole experience. Shaquille, you could take it for you because you heard the whole no, thing. Like it, just, it was just like one of those situations where customer service tried to be like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. And he's just because he was basically saying I didn't get a receipt. And she's like, um, she said, I, I gave everybody receipts. Wow. Anyways, wow. It, was just, it was like such a long back and forth experience that was just like way too long winded for the exactly worst. what it was. As yeah. you can see, it doesn't end. There's actually so much more, but I'm not going to continue. It's literally like a TV show. <laughs> no, for sure. For, for sure. But like, we'll go offline with that one. So but we need to know, so did like, more. we need to know, did you end up getting the bikes? We don't yeah, know. We so we got we got two bikes. <laughs> okay. We ended up getting two bikes. They were okay. not the same. Like they were the same bikes, but right. we we're yeah, we we're still able to secure some bikes. But uh. as 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 people who grew up getting the exact same, like you know, you get duplicates of something when we're yeah. kids. Yeah. This is what I tried to avoid. Right. You're into you wanted your individuals. I'm You're like, I want to get person. Shaquille's bike, I'm gonna get my bike. Yeah, now I got two Shaquille's bikes. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're at with that, but Blame Sandra or Sandra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for an episode uh, of Superstore that has not been released. And this segment has actually been brought to you by NBC's Superstore. I also went back. Soon now on Netflix. And, and, here's a little bit of that, and here's a little bit of the after the credits part. I went back, when was it, yesterday? Yeah. And I had a whole other episode. Maybe we'll talk about that another time. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Next so time what's on. S watch, what, what's S is watching? It's, yeah. What happened when Malik went to Walmart? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just all those words. Just what happened when Malik went to Walmart? <laughs> <laughs> Keep going back. Yeah, just yeah. Just back. keep going, boy. I, you, I love you it. Need just to wear a back. GoPro on your head, body cam yes. or something, because that would be hilarious. Yes. I think you can actually make a YouTube channel on just that. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Jeez. What happened so in Walmart? Much, you know how much mental stress it goes in being that positive through that? It's it's a lot. Storyboard it's a lot to deal with. Storyboard it. Storyboard that. I love it. Wow. 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 So what there a, you go. There you go, Patrick. Epic story. <laughs> um, I don't even know where to go from that. That just yeah wow. yeah yeah yeah. I can, let's 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 just let's throw a clip in here. Let's yes, sir. Um, we have a clip of. Sticks singing. This man was seeing boys to men out here. Like, oh, oh my, my gosh. Um, so I, I here's something really funny. I was trying to because you know, as I've kind of mentioned here on the pod the past couple of weeks, my girlfriend is going to be coming to Canada and visiting me and uh for the first time in her life. Uh, wow, she's never been to Canada. Um 90 day so, fiance. <laughs> so um i've tried to explain to her um canada geese and right like they're like you know because they're not like any other bird they're like kind of they're assholes and they have more rights than we do they have a lot of rights yeah. they will fight yeah and they're like it's like fighting somebody with the most amount of white privilege ever <laughs> more than white privilege there's canada geese privilege Ooh. um Goose but like privilege. i try goose privilege but i tried to like explain to her um that you can't fuck with these birds nah. they will they will fight you they hiss there's just something so fucked up about them and like she started getting a little bit concerned about Uh-oh. the canada geese so i was like okay it's not that bad they're not everywhere. A little, yeah they're not everywhere it's a little comical if you're on york university campus you know exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> but i i sent her this video which i think was great because it was uh, an american meeting uh, a Canada goose for the first time mm. uh, and you know how like they like to stand up on one one leg uh it looks like they have one leg and I, it confused me for the longest while until sometimes I would see it start walking I'm like oh okay I got it got it mm. Lil Boozy is the American that I'm talking about wow did it. you see this video Pat? no but I love it already oh, it is so good it is so good I love reaction. it already <laughs> here we go Man, I'm walking in the mall, man. I see a one-legged duck, man. <laughs> man, I feel sorry for him. Look at him, Layla. He's handicapped. Man, bro, I walk straight up to him. He ain't do nothing. He a soldier. Man, look, he can't do nothing. He hungry, bro. He hungry. Oh, they're going to start yo that's the best i need this guy to comment on everything <laughs> what does little boozy have to say about this he a soldier <laughs> Look at he handicapped <laughs> yo those things are the worst though bro have you, you ever had to like have you already had a, a standoff yes in my car and i lost what do you mean in your car? They were crossing the street, bro. And like, mm. they did one of these things where like, I knew it was, it was playing it was with the us. mom and, and the, was the mom and the little ones? Yeah. Yeah. But she was playing around, bro, because she mm. moonwalked backwards, bro. And then she went <laughs> I've forward. I've never seen her walk backwards she, in my she life. Backwards, bro. She like, she like was walking forward, knew that the cars were coming, right? We're stopped, you know, we're, res- we're being respectful. And she starts walking forward. The little ones get across. There's no little ones on the other side, but she can, she walks back now. Oh my God. So we're trying to creep forward. I'm trying to get through. Nope. She walks back now or well, she walks forward. 
Bengals back. Bengals, bro. These things play with us, man. They know what they're doing. They're like the um, raccoons of birds Ooh. with privilege. With privilege. <laughs> Where it's not like, hey, you raccoon, get out of my garbage. Right, right, like, right. No, you're not even. It's like, oh, fuck, I can't even touch it. I can't touch it. I could be criminally responsible for hurting this bird. That's it. That's it. They got rights, bro. And they play so, games, man. They got that one leg. <laughs> one leg thing. They hiss. They just go. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen that before. It's nasty. Uh, and they poop everywhere, man. Why you got poop everywhere? It took me, like, when I was a kid, I had no idea that I was that was their poop. Because it's like yeah. green little. Yep. Anyways, I didn't yeah. have no idea. And nah. those things are just the worst. They so. make you play hopscotch. Like, legit. <laughs> You'll be walking yeah, outside, yeah, yeah. walking. You're like, whoop. Especially uh, back in the day when I used to have to play. I was playing on, on, the, on the playground. Just yeah. trying to. You know, play some soccer or whatever. Just try to be a kid. Just try to be a kid, exactly. <laughs> um, do we want to stay hip-hop or go to uh, TV and film? Ooh, let's do TV and film. All right, then that's just going to our segment of what's S watching this week, and we can start our conversation from there, because I know you... a lot we can talk about. Yeah, because I know you were watching at least one of those shows mentioned. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's play that clip. Shout out to S, just S. Yes. Let's see what he's watching. What's going on, everybody? This is what I'm watching this week. First and foremost, Snowpiercer on Netflix. It is almost done season two, so I'm letting you know to catch up right now. David Diggs is amazing in it. You should definitely watch it if you've seen the movie as well with Chris Evans. Definitely go ahead and watch it. Number two on Netflix as well, Last Chance You Basketball. If you've seen Last Chance You Football, if you love basketball, if you love documentaries, and if you love an underdog story, that is the documentary to watch. So, what are you watching this week? Yes, shout out to S. Shout out to S. So I have not watched either show. I'm still wow. not even really clear on what Snowpiercer is about other than what S has given us. But Last Chance U Basketball, I watched the first season of uh, Last Chance U back when it was just the football one. I know they did a couple of the football yeah, they ones. Yeah, first time. This is the first time they're going into they're going into basketball, and this is my bag. This is my lane. Right. I've only seen the promo. I have not watched it yet. Please tell me what you thought of this. Bro, I'm surprised that you, of someone who lived this life, you was a hooper, and I thought like basketball was pastime for you, right? So I thought well, you it is pastime. The love is, is different, pastime, right? The love is different now. Fair, that's fair, that's fair. But honestly, like as someone who you know, I played, but not like played, played like these guys. Um, you still this, have a lot more love left in the tank than I do. Yeah, this is this was, <laughs> this this was good though, man. This is good. Yeah. Like, honestly, I've watched all of the Last Chance use um up to this point. And mm -hmm. coming into this, I was like, all right, let's see what we got. Because I didn't know about Juco basketball. You know what I mean? I definitely, oh, really? No, I knew about Juco, like, football, because I know that's huge. But Juco, if you don't know, Juco is junior college. Junior college yeah. It's basically a step um, some players have to take due to academic reasons, behavior reasons, whatever it may be, um, you know, to bridge the gap between high school and D1 college or D2 level. And college. sometimes like for me, uh, or at least some of the um, Canadian kids back in the day, because I guess now we it's a way easier transition for sure. You just go to prep here and then go to um, university in the States. Yeah. But they were they would often throw around the the path of going juco regardless of your academic standing so for somebody wow. like me i was like talking about possibly going to do juco in new hampshire wow <laughs> wow know, stuff like that so yeah go ahead i i don't, I don't know much about the show but like yeah, what's, yeah. It, what's, so, what's the so dynamic like we're, we're following a team in east la they're uh mm -hmm. east la community college or east la college um yo dope 
they got a dope team. Like there's actually, there's some hoopers on this yeah. squad. Like guys that it wouldn't surprise me if they crack at least a G league or, you know, get some time in some NBA summer leagues in the next couple mm. of years, because these guys can hoop. Um, but you're basically following them throughout the 2019, 2020 season. And okay. um, yeah, man, it's, it's basically their journey. You, they profile, if you ever watched last chance you before, or if you don't, um, they basically profile different players on the team, profile the coaches and, and talk about each player and coach's journey and how they got to where they are and whatever. Um, it's a dope show though, man. Like, honestly, like, I you, saw the intensity in some of the there's, promos. There's intensity in the coach, Coach yeah. Mosley. That's my guy. That's mm-hmm. my guy. Like, there, he's a character, man, but you'll love it. Yeah. Like, check, yeah, check it out for sure. Fuck, I got to see that. I miss just, like, the whole, um, the holistic aspect of the sport of basketball. Aside from yeah. just, like, watching games and highlights and, and that stuff, I like watching the practices, watching players yes. being a part of – um, you know, players going at it in practice, yep. challenging your teammates and your coach and yep. having to deal like, well, just going back to my experience, having to deal with balancing academic, uh, your academics, real life and all of that. So to me, that just is so intriguing to just be able to watch because I know the quality of what Last Chance You is. Yeah. And it's nuts, too, man. Like it puts it in a perspective where you're like, for a lot of these guys, this is their last chance. Like, mm real real talk like if they don't get to d1 or d2 school they have no other options like they haven't yeah. thought about any other options and for yeah, a lot cool. of them this is it ball ball is life like that's yeah, all yeah. they know you know um and they got some real situations man like we're talking about people who may be living on the street like there's one epi- uh, not not in this season so i won't spoil it but in one of the football there was a dude who was living in his car it's like throughout he, the throughout the uh Fuck. because not all these colleges we think of colleges you know you got more life no some of these are really commuter colleges so there's no accommodation damn and these guys are working like two jobs plus playing football or playing ball and mm. you know they maybe got a kid they got a couple like they just got all these real life situations and you're rooting for them because you want to see them succeed have you seen um, the whole season yeah i just finished it yesterday satisfying at the end or are you heartbroken or is it a little both it's a little bit of both um because like i said it comes into 2020 so you're gonna you're gonna get some covid conversations in there oh great yeah i I love when i was like really hopeful when you're like this is the 2019 season i was like oh great (laughs) just when things are normal i want to watch that yeah um Um, but i i will say too on not on just this show but i don't know about you man we could have this discussion too before we jump into some other uh-huh. Stuff, but i find myself being really hooked to non-fiction shows like that's my non-fi- lane right is now. non-fiction Doc- um, like documentaries um okay like profiles of of people um that's where i'm at right now man i think it yeah to me it depends on how i how i'm feeling about my reality and if i want to like continue to to stay grounded in it um or if i'm just trying to watch something for more of like an educational or informative uh, perspective because i find that the the reason why i turn to uh, a lot of shows and uh, like a lot of the content that i, I consume is just to kind of separate Escapes. from my yeah it's all escapism is big is big for me and i think that's why i love the marvel cinematic universe so much because it's just it's out there to me that's mm-hmm. like it's not reality at all but <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. really cool the the concept that 
you know, stakes are so high, but there's a hero with powers that can yes. change and save the day and whatever. So I love escapism. I love content for escapism purposes. So I feel like I don't know. I'm on. I'm on the other. I'm on the other end. Mm, okay. Okay. Depends, man. Like I find. I don't know. Throughout the last few months, I've been really finding mm-hmm. myself watching these nonfiction based shows, like um, Last Chance You, or yeah. I might watch some reality TV even. But it's based on like what? I'm not trash though, right? Not a not like. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just oh, man. Sure. I hate that I'm gonna say this, but we ended up. Uh, my girl and I. We ended up watching marriage or mortgage oh somebody told me that at work tell me about that yeah so Let's talk about that it's triggering because i'm in that same boat right now but basically <laughs> wedding or <laughs> yeah or a house so basically yeah. couples are trying to decide between their dream wedding or mm-hmm. their dream house so they work with um a designer yeah i'm sorry not a designer wedding planner um and they're working with a real estate agent so mm-hmm. does the wedding planner puts together, you know, you give them your budget for both. They put together the dream wedding package for you. Okay. That look like. So they just put it on paper for you. No, 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 no. They take you to the venues. They take you to the so food they testing. Show, they okay. show you. You Got test, you. you try, you feel. They they look at wedding dresses for the women, um, the mm-hmm. suit for the guys or, or whatever. And then the real estate agent, she's taking you out. She's showing you the homes. Mm-hmm. Based on your budget, your checklist, she's showing you the vision. Like she basically stages the house the way you would set it up. Oh, so they I just, give you the dream, and then they ask you have to pick one or the other. I don't get how that's a hard decision. Get the fucking house, but that's you, you, you gotta would, you gotta you talk me out of that. it. I know, and, I, and that's that. that's what my coworker said. They said yeah. she said that you would think that people would just go for the house, but nah. And do you feel that way? Somebody that is going through it now, like that there's a potential to be swayed either way yes it's really it's yeah man it's one of those i don't know what it is about weddings man like not that everyone has their dream scenario but like you think about what that day means what that day could be you know you might have an expectation of what you want your wedding to be like right not to say you dreamt about it since you're little but you have a a vision you can say you still be cool yeah exactly um and then of course like obviously everyone wants their crib you know what i mean but there's just something about the wedding that gets you excited and you buy into the fantasy of even though it's one day, you're going to mm-hmm. spend a crap ton of money for one day. You get sucked into the idea. You get sucked into the dream. And that's yeah. what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Especially in the show, when they show it to you, bro, they take you to the venue. They do a mock-up. You're in marketing, so you know what this is. They do the mock-up. They do all of that and show you what it's going to look like. I mean, I guess so. And I, but like, I think you'd have to do a really good job of like separating the reality Mm -hmm. of what that home can do for me Mm -hmm. with the emotional attachment to my dream wedding day. Because I've, I've never been married, but I've had a lot (laughs) of good parties before. And at some point, like, you know, a good party is a good party. It doesn't take much to have a good time to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can throw all the bell whistles, bells and whistles in the world at something and it could still suck. But a good party, let me tell you what it takes. Good music, good people, good food, uh, and drink. Yeah. And I don't think it gets any more complicated than that. I think I can figure it out if I got a house. <laughs> if you give me, if you give me a couple I pennies, you. I feel like I can still <laughs> figure out a great wedding. Yeah, I don't no, think you can convince you. me. I, I Trust, bro, I hear you. 
but like then you get couples who are split right and that's where it gets interesting where one person wants the house one person wants the wedding and these yeah these wedding planners and the and the real estate agent they'll play to that because at the end of the day they want to win right it's a competition for them so they'll pull out your heartstrings they might like oh they might like let's say you had Ooh, let's say you had a, a loved one pass away. Okay. They'll incorporate that beautifully into the wedding. And so that's going to pull at your heartstring or they might pull that into, let's say you're pregnant and you're expecting a baby. They'll find a way to bring that into the house. Maybe it's like myself as like speaking from the perspective of like a creator yeah. somebody that feels like I can make anything really come to life. If you I can curate the vibe, I can curate it myself. So I feel like I can, sit there and like say okay i've got a budget of like a few thousand dollars or what a hundred i don't even know what the budget would be but then i'll be like okay who do i know that just loves me that can just do this off the strength (laughs) then who do i know that i have to pay right and then i just pull those strings together and i can make it happen but guess what i can't make happen Mm, a house a home i can't make a house just happen i can't just be like yo i know my boy (laughs) and i got this boy no no at the end of the day i gotta have money to do it facts facts you know with the wedding there's certain things that you can kind of like finagle yeah 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 so yeah. would they just not cast me what like am i just completely yeah, wrong you don't get cast they'll nah, just be nah. like this guy he's no nah, he's, he's too negative he's... <laughs> <laughs> but no like honestly there's shows like that man i've been watching those and like mm-hmm. that, that one's a little triggering that one i had to stop yeah because i'm like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Too real this is too real you know did you um did you are you fully caught not fully caught up but like mm-hmm. have you watched two episodes of falcon and the winter soldier Oh, bro, I'm on episode three. Okay, I didn't watch episode three yet, but episode two was way too much. Let's talk about it. Bro, let's nerd out. We find out, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Yeah. Now that you're gone or fast forward, or you're here <laughs> to still listen. Yes. We find out that there was a black Captain America. Right? They didn't right? say it, but like I did my research obviously afterwards oh, yeah. and found out that the the super soldier that was black who Bucky took yep. um, Sam to see, he also was was Captain America at one point. Um, they also his his grandson there. People are saying that they tease that he's going to be patriot uh, patriot who's going to be part of the young uh, young Avengers. Yeah. But right after we have that very triggering conversation where he's he was incarcerated for 30 years. Crazy. And they tested on him. And that stuff is not that we're talking about super soldiers, but you know, the incarceration and the testing mm-hmm. and the poking and prodding and treating uh, you know of black people like in that manner, mm-hmm. you know, dehumanizing them, especially one that is a super soldier and mm-hmm. one that is a superhero that is that did what uh, a Captain America was doing back in the day. And I'm assuming that in this Marvel timeline, it's like after Captain America probably Captain America vanishes. I'm assuming he he probably took over or something like that. Mm. Um, but it's just crazy to see the the polarizing um, directions in which that people are treat have treated them both. The Captain America that is glorified, and he's got yep. um, he's in all the high school um, videos. He's he's got a whole um, he has a whole museum museum like a, and or, shit. Yeah, whole section yeah. in the museum. It's like a great honor for somebody else to take um, the, yeah. take under the the wing. Holy shit! The Raptors are up by forty two against the Golden State Warriors. Jeez. Um, but not just and, someone. Not just someone. Let's not gloss over that. It's okay. a privilege for someone white. 
mm, to yeah, take over yeah, the mantle yeah, yeah. of yeah exactly exactly Captain America. so and this is after a black man who ha- was gifted the shield gave it away and we're going back to this so yeah. there's so much race that is playing here yeah. and then as soon as they leave the house after they are kicked out of the house basically by uh the super soldier uh black captain america whose name escapes me eli i believe eli yeah um the police showed up and are speaking to both Bucky and Sam and turn to Bucky and say, hey, is this man bothering you? And we're hearing all, and honestly, I was like this already from the previous shit. And I just, I was like beside myself in that whole moment. I'm like, Marvel man, wow. This is, I'm happy that like, they have the ability to have different genres and looks and feels with their different characters. So this is not at all a WandaVision vibe. I never, never would have expected this scenario to play out or these scenarios to play out in a marvel mm-hmm. disney show you know what i mean like thank god we act- have a show i think that's the only reason why because yeah. we have the time to do it right because i'm like you know they they would they would maybe mention they might mm-hmm. make a note someone may have a throwaway line about something in a movie but in the show you have that moment where sam is interrogated by the cops like they were literally about to take this yeah. man away in a cop car until one cop recognized him they didn't yeah, exactly. realize it's they like, were wrong yeah yeah he whispers he to him and he's him. like yo that's that's falcon you know the yeah. fucking avengers yeah he's yeah. one of those guys yeah so it's not that they realized that they were racially profiling this guy being racist it's oh no 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 you famous we we know your face all right yeah 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 oh he's one of the good ones right the one one of the ones that we know yeah <laughs> crazy crazy so the, for this show to take it there man like i'm loving where they're going with this um, because yeah. we haven't seen the last of that character, I'm sure we're gonna see for the, sure that first black um, super soldier again. And if I'm not mistaken, that's a younger actor that they aged up, right? No, I thought he was older. Is he old? Um, I know he's actually you would you would love this. He's a voice actor too. He's done the voice of Cyborg and a few other um, oh, superhero superheroes in uh, video games and and animated series. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I need to know. Yeah, I need to know if this guy, if like we're just gonna see more like action shots. I feel like he's younger. It looks like he's. I just don't believe. It looked like they aged them though. Yeah. So that's why I only say that because I feel like we might see like some flashbacks. I hope so. Or perhaps even like a a movie. A movie with a black Captain America starring this guy. I love it. I love you know, it. it starts with like Steve going in the water and it's done. Yep. It's like, okay, where do we go now? Like yep. Captain America is dead. Cause that's what they all thought for years. Exactly. And this the is pro- where they, the program they, was they, done. Yeah. The program's done. Then you get this, this super, this um, super soldier here. Who's going to take over a black guy at that. Yeah. And that movie being made in this time. Oh yeah. You know, post um, black Panther yep. post George Floyd post all of this stuff that we're dealing with. I think would be such a powerful film to watch. Oh yeah. The thing that like threw me off is he's aging though. He, like, he's he aging. Older. He's aging, but he also wasn't frozen for a long time. True. That's right. And, and who, Bucky, and who, and who's to say, yeah. And Bucky was like, always, he was frozen, frozen. Yeah. And then activated when needed type yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, and then um, who knows? Like these, are, these are all like, I don't think that they're exactly the same super soldier serum. If no, it definitely looks modified. Yeah, no, it definitely yeah. looks modified. Like all of them were a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yo, this show, like, I'm loving where Marvel's taking this, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and even sure. even the stuff on like the fact they have no money. 
like Sam broke. Yeah. Sam's yeah, broke. Yeah, yeah. Sam can't even get a loan from a bank. Like, bro, I've I always needed thought to about see that, that though. I needed to see that though because like we know Tony's good. Yeah. I think that's the only Avenger that we know is good. Like every other oh, one is like T'Challa. I mean, Black Panther. T'Challa's has good too. King. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else is just like, yeah, Bruce Banner's a doctor, but like, I don't know if he works for, he doesn't have a practice. Oh, no. He's, he, was he's like, a doctor. he was He was just <laughs> on the like freaking run. He was yeah. living in these little huts um, in Asia. I'm sure, I'm sure that um, Black Widow had a great government salary. So that, <laughs> you know, uh, so she's did, a contractor. Uh, yeah, exactly. So did Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yeah. Um, Ant-Man was a thief. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, what's her name? Even Wanda. Like, what the fuck? What is she She's a refugee, bro. Wanda's a refugee, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like, think about it. Yeah. You know? Very interesting. Yeah, like, it's it's crazy. Rhodey is, uh, he was a government agent, or I guess, too. Yeah, he's right? a colonel. He's still, he's, he's a, a colonel. colonel. So yeah, he's, he's still he's a colonel. He's, he's doing He's good. got that pension. Yeah. Exactly. Doctor Strange had the money and is now just a wizard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It was it's really it's a really good watch. I really encourage oh, everybody yeah. to watch that one. Even if you're not really too crazy into Marvel movies, I think like this is just one that's full full of action and like social Suspense, commentary. That social commentary, action, um, mm-hmm. adventure. Yeah, no, it's a good it's yeah. a good series. Um, you said that you wanted to oppose me in um, Russell Westbrook's statement that he had, and I don't know what your opinion is on it, but I will play the video. Uh, it is two minutes. I'll see where I can cut it. Yeah, but yeah. Um, this is just based off of uh, him, him replying to Stephen A. Smith, who I think, honestly, Stephen A. Smith and uh, you know a couple other guys like a Stephen A. Smith don't really do much for the people that they spend so much time being highly critical of. And we mentioned this when we were talking about Kyrie Irving, yeah. um, when it comes to how Kyrie Irving has had his ups and downs and he's been dealing with things spiritually and mentally and uh, socially. Um, and he's just been moving a, a whole lot different and just doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. And it might not be exactly what we see fit for what the prototypical basketball star should be doing, yeah. which is why Stephen A was saying <laughs> stuff like he should retire. And so I think uh, Russell here was talking about how um, he was talking about the narratives and just talking about how, you know, he gets heavily criticized for not having a championship and stuff like that, even though he's very, he's going to be regarded as one of the best point guards that ever played the game, regardless. Let's talk about it. Let's put this clip. You know, I watch these college guys. games and I watch these kids and these announcers, man, they get on their TV and just say anything about a kid. They don't even know him. They don't know his family. They don't know where he's from. They don't know what he's been through. They don't know his struggles. They don't know his pain. They don't know anything about the kid. Uh, but one thing said on TV can determine how you perceive this kid on TV, which will allow him not to be able to reach his goals, which will allow him not to be able to get drafted, which will allow him not to take care of his family, mm-hmm. which will now not create gener- generational wealth, which now... Uh, you know, makes our, you know, our people and uh, the minorities, the underserved community, which makes that gap. It's way bigger than basketball. That's that's my entire life focus. And, and my wife, that's what she's mentioning because we talk about all the time is that, you know, I sit back. I don't say much. I don't say I don't like to go back and forth about people. Uh, but one thing I won't, won't allow to happen anymore is let people create narratives and uh, can. Was that? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, so, um, Basically, to preface what he was responding to as well is he had a triple double uh, game mm. the night before this or the game before he made these comments. And on first take, Stephen A said, I don't give a damn about his his stats. His team's not winning. 
right? He's like, the stats mean nothing to me. His team's not winning. We know what he could do. He's done this before. He went through a season averaging a triple-double, but he can't win when it matters. So that's what... Um, you can't take away what he's able to do. Like, what he does is just something we thought it was unrealistic again. Everybody saw Oscar Robertson average a triple-double, and we're like, yeah, that's impossible to do. Then Russell Westbrook did it for two seasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my... <clears throat> You want me to start or you want to, you want to take it? Let, let me just play the, the little bit of what he's going to say about the, um, yeah, in, in reference to what you were just talking about. Cool. I'm happy. Um, I said before, a championship don't, don't change my life. Uh, I'm happy. Um, I, I, I was a champion once I made it to the NBA. Like I grew up in the streets. Uh, I'm a champion. Like nobody can. I don't have to be an NBA champion. I, I know many people that got NBA champions. That's miserable. Have they done nothing uh, for their community? Have done nothing for uh, the people in, in our world? And uh, for me, man, my legacy, like I like I mentioned before, is not based on what I do on this court. Um, I'm not gonna play basketball my whole life. My legacy is what I do uh, off the floor. How many people I'm able to impact and inspire along my journey, man. And uh, that's how I keep my head down and keep it pushing because. It's very important um, that you... So I think what's important here mm-hmm. is... Uh, I, I, I love that it's it's what Russell Westbrook, a guy that we know that is super competitive, that is saying these things. Mm. So we're not saying that a loser is saying this, more or less, is what, kind of what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say. Fair. Um, and then on top of that, yes, he's right. I think you got... I, I just... It's hard for me to agree that basketball players should be criticized in the way that a Stephen A does. It's okay to criticize a Russell Westbrook and say, you know, when you're comparing players and, um, you know, you want to talk about his legacy in general, you can tack on, you can tack it on that he has not won a championship, mm-hmm. that he has not been able to win at this level. You can have that criticism, but you can't say that and then take away everything that he's accomplished on the basketball court and then take away everything that he's had to work so hard to get and then take away the fact that, and just outside of Russell Westbrook, any athlete at this level, the fact that they just deserve to be there and that it's like a few hundred positions. We saw, um, I won't play it, but there's that clip with uh, Bradley Beal, who's talking to a bunch of kids where he's just like, what you motherfuckers are like arguing right now about realize you're arguing about like, you guys got to, there's only a couple hundred jobs up for yeah, grabs. Yeah. And guess what? You got to guard me. And you think I'm going to give up my job? None of you guys can guard me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think there's 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 um some accountability that a lot of these personalities that these media personalities need to have. I think the whole idea of creating narratives is something that and I'm going to say probably from the perspective of playing basketball um uh, competitively for a number of years that I think comes from the people that I've noticed that have never really played the game. They, they just like to create storylines about the people that actually do it. And I think when it comes to uh, working on these networks and being a part of First Take and ESPN or whatever, you don't necessarily need to do this, again, going back to the shock jocking perspective Mm -hmm. i don't think you need to go there and say i don't give a damn about a russell westbrook triple double has he won any championships that was that was was pretty good that was was actually pretty good thank you i i don't think you need to do that i think you can he he can have that same level of enthusiasm say russell westbrook got another goddamn triple double 
And the I mean, I mean this guy's unbelievable. A 30, he's unbelievable. He got 30, 20, and 10. I mean, I really wish he could win a championship. Can he get some help? You can do that instead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, instead of being on the side of a Wendy Williams saying Bobby Schmurter is going back to jail, you can be part of the side of like, stop putting us down. Why? And when Russell Westbrook is talking about you're literally <laughs> potentially taking food out of people's mouths, mm. creating narratives, mm. branding people a certain way. How dare you? That's how I feel about it. So, so ahead, let me ask you a question. So are we not allowed to criticize players anymore? Because that's... You can, criti- you can criticize players, but what he says is not... Cri- it's, it's, it's another level of criticism. He demonizes some people. He blackballs certain people. He tells you that Kyrie Irving should retire from basketball? He said that this season. He, he did say that about Kyrie. Do you not think that there's something wrong with a black man? No, no, no. That I get that. I get that. I get that. But like, I, my issue with what Russell was talking about because Stephen A's talking about basketball, right? I, it's okay. unfortunate we we don't have the clip, but like, you guys can find this online. Whatever. Stephen A criticized Russell Westbrook's basketball game. He didn't talk about anything that Russell does off the court because Russell does a lot. And Stephen A acknowledged that. He said, yo, I love the brother. He does amazing work in the community. He's out there. He he lives the life that he talks about. You know, he's a real guy. But on the court, he's just criticizing his game. And I think that's my that's my larger point where I don't know why these athletes now in the game now, you can't criticize their game. You can't talk about their game without them blowing it up and saying, oh, how are you going to tell me I don't do this? I don't like... This is my problem. It's why can't we critique your game? Why can't I say that you can't win the big one or you can't you have an issue winning when it matters? Uh, I, I All your stats understand. are great, but can yeah. you do it when it matters? Why can't we have these conversations? I think it's with dismissive. These athletes? It's dismissive when it's right. It's dismissive when it's the game where he gets 30, 20, and 10 or whatever the fuck he got. You don't see him do something amazing astonishing and unbelievable individually Mm. and then instead of celebrating and breaking it down because that's if we're talking about the game let's talk about his game it was amazing yeah yeah let's talk about it it was amazing Mm. Stephen a did not want to talk about his game he dismissed his entire game and said here's narrative the narrative is you've been playing in this league for years and you still haven't won a championship. So I don't give a damn if you had 30, 20 and 15, I'm still waiting on a championship as he, as, you know but what why I mean? Is that, that, why is that so wrong though? Because that's at not, the end of, I, I don't no, think there's a the, response. The conversation, it, it's gotta be a separate conversation. I think the conversation mm-hmm. has to be when we're talking about Russell Westbrook as a basketball player, let's talk about that. Right. If we're talking about Russell Westbrook and his amazing game, why are we talking about the fact that he has zero championships instead? Because he's not he's not a winner when it counts. Like he's but not the conversation the, but, is a game, but it's about the larger picture. Sure, he can do this. He average he can get that triple double, but when it matters, he doesn't win. And this is my problem. It's we are talking about sports. We're talking strictly about what's happening on the court, how that game affects the season, is gonna go into playoffs. Because at the end of the day, what do we care about? What do we talk about in barbershops? Who's got championships? Who's the great? Who's the GOAT? What do we measure GOATs on? GOATs are measured on the amount of championships they win. How did you win? Right? Yeah. But like this is this is why I feel like he's being a little sensitive here in the fact that no one was critiquing the things you do 
off the court, trying to yeah. stop your bread, stop you from getting that generational wealth. We're talking about your game. I think he wasn't really talking specifically about Russell Westbrook himself. I think mm-hmm. he also, it seemed like he was talking about younger players slash collegiate athletes when he was saying how sports reporters and writers and stuff like that create these narratives about people being uncoachable and not winners and um, all these different things that they throw labels on yeah. where it then would affect a bag. Like I think a, I, I don't know DeMarcus Cousins and mm-hmm. I haven't been around DeMarcus Cousins, but I can imagine that his brand itself has helped, it has fueled where he is today, where he's just lucky to yeah. get a, a 10 day with the Clippers. For sure. Because that was the, yeah. In, in that case, that was a narrative that came out, but is it a narrative? If it's true, if it's, it, not if it's true, if it's a narrative, if every situation you're in ends in a negative way with teams parting ways with you. There's no, I think, no, no, you're you're right. Both sides have to have a level of accountability. Yeah. I'm just talking about like where you just, I I, I just don't see a world where we need to have a Stephen A or these guys. (laughs) The shock shock. Yeah, there's like, why do we have to do this? The the news is there. Yeah. Like the 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 headlines are right there. Yeah. Sports, the highlights are right there. Yeah. This guy dunked all over that guy. What's his name? Biombo the other yeah, day. Are you crazy? Why are we talking about how he doesn't win championships when I'm seeing old ass Russell Westbrook lose his mind on the basketball court? I don't give a fuck about baptize the man. <laughs> that shit was so aggressive. I thought he murdered him. Honestly, he caught a body. Like it was crazy. That's where I, I agree. Like we should talk about that. But. I want balance of it. I, they're just. Yeah. I just think there needs to be more balance in the way that there's coverage. Like I'm not saying that we should never criticize the guys because we should. Yeah. Uh, I think that you know, there the there's sports and then there's the the commentary around it mm. because people you know and I'm not I'm never gonna knock somebody for wanting to be there because that it makes sense and that's that's media that I like to consume mm-hmm. even if I'm not the one giving out the opinions in a barbershop. Well, not really a barbershop. Cause I yeah, don't yeah, go. But yeah. You know. um, but I just think there needs to be balance between uh, cause I've never heard Stephen A. Smith talk about Russell Westbrook in a great light. And I've also Fair. seen Stephen A. Smith talk about certain athletes in like uh, Kawhi Leonard in 18 different lights <laughs> Yeah. You know, he he contradicts himself. We've yeah, seen he the Stephen A. Smith fight Stephen A. Smith. And sometimes I'm pretty sure they're just him talking about the same player in two different months. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> you know? to, to be fair, it's a debate show, right? So I know, I get it. They take sides. He has to take an opinion that is the opposite of whatever Max is going to take. So I, I get it. So sometimes his point, he will contradict himself. But to your larger point, and I think this is probably an American thing. It's just okay. shock jock, the sensationalizing of their media. This is how they that's, handle yeah, things. That's true. It's polarizing. That's how they like their politics. That's everyone's, how they like everyone's got to be polarizing, you know? True. Um, but I really want you and the listeners to, to watch Last Chance U basketball because a lot of this conversation we're talking about right here, mm-hmm. players being uncoachable, this, how do you reach true. the general? That's how a lot of those players ended up there. This these is it. narratives and stuff. These are yeah. na- these narratives, right? So because a lot of these guys get deemed uncoachable or they got attitude issues or whatever, they think I'm the yeah. guy, I'm the star. Um, so yeah, wa- watch these shows and watch these athletes because they're they're one in the same conversation. Um, I think there's um one there's a conversation that I want to start, and I'm sure that this is not the last time that we'll talk about it because I like to have 
uh, the women's perspective hey. often in these. And it just so happens to be just you and I. Hey, what's yeah. up? Hey. Um, <laughs> so um, nowadays, it's a little bit different. Aside from COVID, mm-hmm. um, I think prior generation, our parents' generation, uh, it was very normal for them to um, say, you know what, I'm 18. I got to go on my own. I got to spread my wings and figure it out. 18, mm-hmm. 19 years old, 20 they have their own place. They just go. There's no, I'm going to stay home and raise and and save money and then leave and buy a house. Like that's not, that, that was not um, our parents' generation. Correct me if I'm wrong. If that was your, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure your, your dad was like, how, how my dad came, he left home when he was like 20 something, like early twenties and just came came to another country. Like, that was it. That's not, yeah, that's not normal for us. I, yeah. I think, like, for my parents, they were on their own from like 19, 20. Yeah. Um, so I, I bring this conversation up, you know, knowing that I'm a, I'm a guy that's still living at home. Yep. Uh, hitting just turning 30. Sorry, I caught myself the other day. <laughs> um, and, uh, Patrick, I think you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm at home. I'm, yeah, you're at, and, yeah. <laughs> you guys even, I'm even kind of reluctant to you're, say you're, it, you're in the basement too I'm, I'm in the ba- <laughs> legit, legit. I'm in, so I'm you're, you're, yeah. you're in the basement too but yeah. I think it's just a it's a very interesting conversation because like you know growing up my my uncle in the US early on had the the that same old school mentality where it's like well when they're 19 they got to get their own place i don't know what they think they're doing uh and then that started to change you know when we start to realize what's best for our our children and what's the best way to go about things so i don't know for you my first question is what has it been was that always was that ever like a thing for you when dating uh you know staying at home nah man um I, it really was never an issue because I think anyone I've, I've talked to in past um, was in the same situation as me. Where like, you know, we just we can't afford to be on, on our own at that time. You <laughs> so know? they just get it. It's just yeah, they get it. They understand what it is. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, it's never been something I've felt pressured by anyone I was dating or even friends around me. It's more so pressure I put on myself, where I'm like. I got. I, I gotta get, get out. out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I gotta get out. Like I'm a man. Like I gotta go spread my wings and just be on my own, you know. But yeah, I don't. How about you? I think I've actually had, like, I've dated where you know the women that I've dated have had their own spaces sometimes, and sometimes they don't. They they might not necessarily have their own space. But I think I've always internally had like it's always been a thing for me yeah. about like. How do I let them know that I'm still at home, but I'm not a bum? <laughs> and I don't think that, off the flex. Yeah. And I'm not even sure like if that's like something that is the first response to anybody mm. when when they hear that you, you live at home. But like to me, that's just something that I've internalized and thought about what is a potential response to hearing that where it's like, oh, I thought this guy had it all. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wait, but he lived at home. I don't understand. I don't get it. I think it's different, though, because like we're just hitting that 30 mark or 31, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, where I think the expectation is like, okay, in your thirties, you should be out. But I yeah. think there's a little bit more leeway when you're in your twenties, mm-hmm. people give you that leeway to, you know, figure your stuff out, 
you know, you spend a lot of your 20s in school, a lot of people, you're going to probably maybe rent somewhere with some roommates or whatever, but you're eventually you're going to end up back at home. That happens to a lot of people. So, yeah, that's so question for you. Another one on top of that. So the um, we had our, our, our realtor come by because, uh, you know, we're looking to get rid of this place and, you know, I'm going to spread my wings yes. uh, and all those things. Um and the first thing he said, like, you know, he asked me, like, you know, how old are you? Because he was the guy who helped us sell the house that we had in Jane and Finch wow. when I was, like, 13. And now he's here helping us figure out what our situation is now. Old Jamaican guy looks like Doc Rivers. Yes. Um, <laughs> so he, he was just kind of catching up because the last time he saw me, I was, like, a kid. Yeah. Um, and he's like, how old are you now? I'm like, I'm like 30. And then he started asking me about, like, my work and, you know, my situation, whatever. And he gave me that first dap was... I said, he's like, you got, he, hey, you got no kids. <laughs> <Dap>. <laughs> but the second, one, but the second dap was, yo, you're still here. Like, good for you. It wasn't like wow. you're still here, bro. Wow. It was good for you that you're still here. Yeah. Cause it, it, I think, especially, and I think you might be able to relate staying can probably sometimes be harder than just going. Yo, <laughs> Bro, it's an day, easy decision it's an I, easy decision to just say you know what lease yep, i'm out yep yo every day i have that talk to myself man like you can make it you can mm -hmm. get through don't kill the old man <laughs> <laughs> but no it's honestly you're right there's it's easier to just be like you know what whatever i'm gonna tough it out i'm gonna go rent somewhere if i have to eat craft dinner I'm, i'll survive yeah i'll make it yeah exactly i'll, make it, I'll exactly. make it happen but yeah to stay can be harder man yeah, it's. It, I, I think it's. It, I don't know. It was always something for me, and then it just became. You know what? There was a point where I had the realization. Where I'm like, it's not just me that's going through this. Don't be so yeah. damn hard on yourself. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation because I feel like sometimes us in this situation, the ones that are like grinding, trying to build, and yeah. like I've been saving for a decade. Fuck, a decade. Wow, for <laughs> yeah, real, ten eh? years. I've been saving for a house at this yeah. point. Okay, so, so you like I'm be getting close. Yeah, I'm just about ready. Um, yeah. And so it's just like, I think we uh, just a reminder for myself, and I hope for everybody else that you don't we don't have to like don't have that internal rush in your head. Like there shouldn't be an age attached with what you're gonna do. What you're gonna do. I remember I associated thirty with being. Yeah, I had like I don't know what you thought about thirty, but to me, I had my own house. I was in the suburbs at this point. This is my second oh, home dude. I've owned. The second I'm married. Home okay. I got two kids. Um, I'm making a hundred and something k Whoa. at least. At Jeez. least, um, I'm, I'm probably famous. I think. Um, <laughs> all of that is happening <laughs> by thirty. So, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, nah, so nah. I don't know what you had, what you had in mind. <laughs> no, definitely. I think you know what's crazy. I'll be pretty close to reaching one of my goals, or not goal, but just. I can't, I don't want to call it a goal, but just one of the things I thought what would happen was I figured being married by 30. Yeah. And you nice. know, that's, that's on track to happen. Uh, you know, let's, uh, let's make sure that that, that happens. <laughs> but um, no, I, I definitely thought that. And one of my goals, I haven't, I haven't hit it, but, and this is the pressure I put on myself from having an older sibling. So yeah. maybe this could be Walk something out. for you. Cause you would, you're the yeah. oldest. It's like, I really look at what my big sis does and I'm like, damn, all right she moved out 27. I got to move up by 27. So I was gung ho about that. Meanwhile, I didn't get my first full-time job until like um, 25, <laughs> 26. So yeah. like, where was I really trying to go? What money did I have saved up? You know what I mean? So I'm still here. Um, That's real. Going on 30. Sibling rivalry. 
yeah because it's like yo i see her do her thing i'm like all right cool bet i gotta do that but in that 10-year period we're a decade apart everything's changed the market is unsustainable where she could have gone and purchased a place by herself you Mm. need almost three incomes now to be able to afford a place in the city of toronto you know so it's like it's you gotta and i say all that to say don't put pressure on you don't put so much pressure on yourself because things change situations change the world is evolving changing markets change whatever you thought you were gonna do if it doesn't happen by that date it's okay (laughs) it's okay this might be different completely i mean i i uh i'm now open to the possibility of renting next year okay because it just might make sense in the way that we we do things yeah rent uh, as a renter it's way easier to get a spot now oh for sure way it's way more affordable that's the one benefit Um, of covid yeah i know (laughs) rent has gone down and you know people that are trying to rent out their properties are like you you don't even have to commit just like say you'll be here (laughs) just say be here tomorrow let's go yeah exactly yeah um so i'm kind of open to that as like a you know um, a temporary situation while i can still save and figure out where i want to live long term yeah but like that's something that I never thought I'd be open to before because I, you know, I, and if I, if I was tied to my soup, my, my old ways, mm-hmm. who knows, I might, I might force my, I might've forced myself into a mortgage situation where it's not favorable, favorable to yes. me. And now all of a sudden I'm eating craft dinner, but I own a house. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> and bro, like, and think about it, that lifestyle that you knew, you can't yep. live that you trying to go out, you trying to get, you can't go out where are you going? <laughs> you got mortgage to pay. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to be willing to make those sacrifices and, you know, still set money aside for fun, but it's not going to be like what you knew. Yeah. I said, I, I spoke to my boy um, the other day and he was just like, bro, if you want, if like your life will pretty much end as soon as you become a homeowner. I'm like, what does <laughs> yeah, that yeah, mean? Yeah. <laughs> our, our mutual boy, our mutual friend told me that years ago. He's like, the moment you get that mortgage payment, life changes, man. I don't believe that guy. He, he, he was, he's been 30 from the time he was 21. So <laughs> Honestly. But I don't like, believe it. My thing is like, yo, if I had a place, best believe that's where we're going. Like, mm. I'm going out nowhere. My boys are coming here. Yo, we having games night. We're doing, we're drinking here. Yo, there's a game on. There's a fight, a fight on. Yo, come to the crib. This is the, yeah. this is the place. Like, I want to get to that level where man them have their spaces and we can just be like, yo, this yeah. weekend we're here. This weekend, yeah, the, li- place, the living room is checks, like you know exactly. The living room is also a podcast studio. That's it, exactly. You know I mean, all I gotta do is just move the arm in and be like, all right, we're ready to pod. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just That's open it. the chest, raise it up a little yep, bit, yep. turn on the camera, and we pod it. And we pod it. That's it, man. But that's the goal, man. So, like, yeah, don't don't put pressure. Like, honestly, our generation too, man. We've had we're like that middle awkward generation where everything switched. Mm-hmm. You know, those yep. like if you're if you're in your late twenties, early thirties now your sandwich between everything just flipping on you the previous generation it was a lot easier you were looking mm-hmm. at them you're like i could do this by the time they do this nah everything switched up for us and that's okay man we just roll with the punches we we gonna be all right yeah and I, I yeah i love that now we have to pretty much i don't love it i hate it but i'm just getting comfortable with constantly being uncomfortable and that's, that's just it. how you have to live aside yep. from like and that, I think like the fact that we have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable as far as COVID goes, it helps me professionally, spiritually, mentally, mm-hmm. and always just sit, throw myself into being uncomfortable. So that's it. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that was just a good conversation that just ended up into a great ramble. Ooh, I love it. I love it. That's <laughs> how we do. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't new to this. We true to this. Let's go. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, you got anything else you want to get out before we call the day? Yeah, man. Definitely got to shout out uh, Royce Visuals, Street Eats Market, yes, man. Yes. Yeah, Talk yeah. Talk to gotta... me about that. Talk to me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So real quick, um, by the time this pod comes out, it will be open, but make sure you check out the Street Eats Market down by Scarborough Town Center. Um, had a chance, I talked about it before, had a chance to check it out. I've been putting promo videos out for the event on um, my socials and of course on Not With The Hype, Instagram and everything like that. So ton of vendors there. Make sure, especially now guys, with the mm-hmm. latest shutdown we're in, support these local vendors, these local restaurants that are just do trying they to still make have, it. Um, do they still have the the, the uh, Hillcrest Richmond Hill one open? Yeah, or yep. did they... Hill, yeah, yeah Hillcrest okay, is still open. I'll go tomorrow. Um, I'll go yeah, tomorrow. Man. yeah, man. So make sure you guys support these uh, these local f- vendors, man. These are people who live in our communities, live in our neighborhoods, and they're trying to make it right now. So, And plus the food's amazing. Like, And if, you ti- if you're tired of Uber eating the same yeah. two or three things... yeah. Yeah. Get out of your car. Just get, get out, out of your, your house. Car. Get in your car, and then boom, and go go see. Honestly, guys. it's gonna be a nice weekend. Nice. We're getting into spring. Step outside. Do it safely, mm-hmm. and just enjoy some good food. So, yeah, that's okay. that's what I'm up to. If you're looking for me, you'll find me out there, either Hillcrest or Scarborough. So I'll be there. If you're Hillcrest, holla at me. Hey. <laughs> the world generous speaking. Yes, yes, yes. So you already know Patrick Dennis Jr. on everything. Um, hit me up. Let's let's build. Let's collab. Yeah, man, Lincoln Bill. Shop like Shaq. You wish you. Yes, you like uh, Make sure you don't forget to follow Not With The Hype on all yes. platforms. NWTH Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And if you're trying to help Not out the boys and, and work with us, please do hit us up on anything. It was 101.49 in the order. I know. Oh, shoot. Let me stop recording this.